Johnny, how about a beer? I want four beers. Give him a goddamn beer! I said four beers. Just drink the fucking beer. Just... Oh, God, is there anything better? Drink, motherfucker, drink! Hell yeah! Let's get bombed! Yeah! We're not that drunk. Welcome back to After 3, the podcast where the beers flow and the conversation does as well. Today, I'm joined by Grant Buster. What's up, guys? I'm back. That's right. If you didn't know, he was on episode, I believe, number 10. And um, if I'm not, I'm very close. I'm in the ballpark. But we're here back drinking St. Archer Tropical IPA. Today's August 16th, and they actually uh, just had their release party for this beer, Tropical IPA. Uh, out of, I guess, what is it, Miramar? Over on Distribution Road and I think Miramar. But yeah, we're going to try this beer. I didn't get to try it when we did our Beer Ambassadors episode last week, so we're going to be drinking that six-pack um, today. Sir, I'm going to have to cut you out on there. It does say San Diego, California, right at the bottom of the can. Yeah, I saw that. Thanks. Appreciate appreciate you uh, doing that to me. You're welcome. I had to get the nose. Okay, cheers. Mmm. Mmm. That's good. That's good. I like that. It's got a, it's got a tangy, mm-hmm. tangy pop to it, and then it's got a nice little level out. Mmm. Oh, he's going in for the second one. Second taste. I don't know too much about passion fruit. Never had a passion fruit in real life. I've had mango. I can They're taste messy. the mango. They're messy. Are they? Mm-hmm. They're the seeds. Which one is that's the that's the one that's like that's the one that's like white with this black seeds or is it yeah. a different one? I think so. I don't know. I was in the navy. They used a lot of different uh, fruits and veggies, and not all of them were great because they put them in these little um, pans above ice. Mm. And by the time that I actually got to come down and eat, like they were. Mushy, it was. Yeah, I, I just kind oh. of avoided the fruit. Dude, what's worse than mushy fruit? No, nah, I don't know. It's, it's overripe, frozen, frozen fruit. Yeah, I guess when you terrible. can't eat it at all. Yeah, frozen fruit's pretty terrible. So usually, I mean, usually I ended up avoiding the fruit altogether. But I did have some passion fruit, like when I was um, FSA, which is a food service attendant. I worked in the kitchen in the navy. I I got to taste uh, fruit before it got in the you know mushy stage. So. Hmm. Yeah, passion fruit was one of them that I got to taste, um, but I like passion fruit drinks more than I like eating. Right. Well, fruit we got one right here. I was gonna say like with like mushy fruit. One of my favorite fruits is a pear, and when that gets right, like mushy, it gets it gets really real mushy. It's really like does. brown and like you don't need teeth to eat it. It's just <laughs> it's oh. just gumming it. Yeah. Here you go, Grandma. Dude, yeah, pretty much. No, no, no. Take the dentures out. Oh. <laughs> Gummy. Mm. Um, so what's what's uh what what brings us here tonight, Brandon? Uh, well, I'm here all the nights. <laughs> well, I mean, the story. Uh, what 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 what's the subject here? Um, you know, I did wanna. You were reading my uh, my journal from last year. Yeah. Yeah. Um, when I was abroad in uh, Portugal, I took a trip and um. 
there's one thing like I, I, you, you had said, oh, the dates are from this date, from the 25th to the 29th of June. Yeah, your journal lasted a whole four days. <laughs> four days. It was eventual four days, from what I could <laughs> read. I'm sure there's more. Oh, the, it, yeah. This blow the next the story I did want to tell, that I've not told here, I've not told too many people in general in the, in the world at all, um, would make those look like fucking first grade. Hmm. Um. So, basically, um, we did one of those hostel things where you, you know, have dinner with your the people in your hostel, then you go out and they family do, dinner, family dinner, correct? And then uh, there was heavy air quotes on that. Yeah. <laughs> um. Then there's a pub crawl where they go to a bar, you go to another bar, then you go to a uh, club. And then end boom. up in delusions of grandeur and forget where you were, what you did, what you said, to whom. Or even better, what happened to me on that night, fateful night, and the rest of the next day. <laughs> uh, so, you know, first bar, cool, drink. I'm just going to skip to the third. We're at the night, the night, uh, the nightclub. Oh, they're partying in Lisbon, Portugal. Boom, 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 boom. The music's going. And then it's like around 4, 4.30. It wasn't all that like that. It was, there was some good music. I was surprised. I'm sorry. Yeah, whatever. There was, it was a mix of that. Okay, okay. okay. But they, they, they were doing their thing. Um, it's like 4.30, 5 o'clock, and I'm outside. I'm like, ah, oh, I'll smoke a cigarette. Everybody smokes out there, too, which I didn't realize. I got out there. Oh yeah, they're puffing in fags. Oh, which is what they call every other country except for America, because you know. So this guy came up to me though. He's like, "Hey, you got a lighter?" I was like, "Yeah, here you go, bro." Boom, gave him a lighter, smoked my cigarette. We get to talking naturally, and then, um, you know, I'm pretty, pretty gone at this point. And I asked him, I was like, "Hey, man, you got a? Uh, I know, like a bump." You know, I just wanted to holler at you for a minute. Like, do you happen to have any anything for me? Because if you don't know, in Portugal, all drugs are legal for the listeners. Uh, ish. Uh, yes, sure, ish. I mean, uh, so... Not necessarily all caps ish, but ish. Yeah, well... So I asked him, I was like, hey, man, he's like, oh, no, but at my at my house, um, you know, I got some. I was like, oh, okay, cool. Um, that's what's up. Where is your house? Because my hostels at this location is your house in the vicinity. Because if it's not, I don't care that much. But if it is, then, you know, I can pop in, pop out, and then go right back to my hostel. And he's like, yeah, yeah, it's, it's close. So I'm, boom, hook, line, and sinker. I'm like, all right, sick. And so we start walking, we walk, we walk, boom, I get like around towards my hostel and I'm like, all right, dude, so where's your place? Because my hostel's right here. Um, are you too much further? He's like, no, 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 it's right on the corner. I was like, oh, okay, cool. So we walk around the corner. Five blocks later. <laughs> um, no, it was like one or two blocks later. He's like, hop in this taxi. I was like, uh, for what? Uh, I don't... If we need a taxi to get there, I don't want to get there. He's like, no, it's like it's just gonna be much easier. It's just right there. It's just like, 
It's 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 super close. I was like red flag number two because you missed number one. <laughs> what was number one? Asking. Oh was yeah, red okay, flag okay. number one. Yeah, 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 definitely, definitely. Uh, so yeah, that was number two. We have a red flag count on this episode. That was number two. Uh, so naturally, I get in the taxi. Oh. And so that's we, red flag number three. You agreed. Yeah. So I get in and we take off to wherever because I have a great, um, you know, idea of my location in this foreign country in this part of town. Oh, definitely. I'm able to say, okay, I know where I am at least if anything happens. So we get to this place. Red flag number four because you thought it was a good idea to not tell anybody where you were going. Oh, you don't remember? I lost my phone already. Oh, remember this? So that should be red flag number five. <laughs> I forgot. I didn't tell the listeners. You knew, but yes. Um, maybe a week before this night had happened, I had lost my phone, and I didn't have any way of communicating with the anybody if I did a thing like I did that night. Hmm. So I don't have a phone at this at this point. So at this point, red flag has just lost count. But yeah. for for all intents and purposes, it's red flag number five. Yeah, it's not even a flag at this point. Once, once I went it's with a him, screaming red alert. It's, it's, it's the ambulance, Woo-hoo! whatever it is. It's a little cow toy. Yeah, Whoa. and it's sounding. <laughs> but you know, motherfuckers don't want to listen. So we end up at wherever his destination was. Get there, pop out. How many left turns and right turns did they make? You know, there's one long straightaway. Um, but I'm just trying to give the, the audience this ambiance of intrigue and despair yeah. that you had to have been feeling. <laughs> you know, it's right around the corner. It went up a hill and then we turned left. We went like a roundabout. We turned to left. And when we went on that left, it was a long ways. By the way, he is already, you know, four bars in. Three bars and a nightclub in, so he's already pretty oh, yeah. shot at this point. Not so his day drinking. His stuff. his direction, his ability to tell what direction he's going, where, how far, is quite skewed to say the least. I, I, when, I, when you say that, what's popping in my head? If if you if you've seen uh, Beer Fest, when like he's like, <laughs> I can't find how to get back there, but then he they give him vodka and he gets all fucked up, and then it's like that scene where he's just like. <laughs> And you see exactly like the, to go. the fast pace of that. That's what like this whole trip was like to me. So we're boom, we get there. What's up? Okay, so we pop out, and it was one of the worst places I've ever been, mm-hmm. ever ever seen, ever been. As far as it was just like infrastructure wise, it just was like buildings had been like had like a wrecking ball to the tops of them and just bricks are still laying on the ground so a war zone. as well as trash it looked like a war zone if and i've never been in a war zone but, i have but it was as close as like you know i played call of duty and i've seen places that were war zones and that's what like it looked like it's like okay well i've been in places that were in or well similar to places in call of duty but anyway right. continue so as we're walking through this this place, he's like, "Hey man, um, or what did he say? 
I think he's like, yeah, I think that's when he said socks. And I was like, he said that, but like before he said that, I had already said, hey, I'll catch up with you. I got to tie my shoe. So I went to tie my shoe and socks. If you don't know what socks is. It's put all belongings that are important in your socks. Yes. And so I had done that. Then he told me to do it. And I was like, oh, yeah, okay, I'll do that. Done that already. But I'll make it look like I doing it so i do that again and um anyways we end up at this place it's like a um, apartment complex looks like apartment project whatever and so he's like motioning me puts a finger on just over his lips and is going Shh. i'm like all right so he goes up to this this first building goes on the door and goes Looks at me. Nothing happens. So he goes around to the corner, goes on the window. Looks at me, motioning me to keep quiet, keep quiet. I'm like, what the fuck? And so nobody comes out. He goes to the next door, does the same thing. He ends up doing that same process to about 10 different units nobody's coming out nobody's making a noise nobody's around and i'm like what the fuck i'm like hey man it's it seems like it's not working out you know what i appreciate it i'm over at this point kind of sobered up a little bit uh it's been a while and i'm like i'm good dude he's like no 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 it's it's all good it's like someone's gonna this is the first time i've ever been around this area that uh my family's not been home and like it just i'm sorry dude i'm like no it's all good no worries he's like hey come around the corner with me goes this place that we passed by on the way here guaranteed to have it i was like well i'm already here so yeah okay red flag number seven eight and nine Mm -hmm. and so we go to this place and um you know there's a guy outside this building which is one of the buildings that literally there looked like there was no roof like it just like a, a castle chopped in half by a little wrecking ball and there's a guy out front he's just, just a huge fucking guy and then uh, he says something to him he looks at us he's like alright he moves out of the way we go inside go to the first door on the right that's red flag number 10 turn right first door on the left we open open the door and there's this guy sitting down at this table he's looking at us he's like what's up what do you want so we give him 10 bucks and then he opens up a drawer, bunch of little little baggies. There you go. He's like, All right, cool. Take those, go around the corner, sit on the sidewalk. And uh, sit down there and and dude, he's like, "Hey, you got a um do you got a knife?" I was like, "No." He's like, oh, "Okay." So yeah, I think he pulls out a pen at that point, and then a uh, 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 a fucking can off the street. Starts poking a bunch of holes in the can. It's like, give me a cigarette. I was like, all right, here you go. Tobacco on the on the can. And he's like, all right, boom. Busts open the bag, puts it on top of the tobacco. It's a lighter. <sighs> Takes a fat hit. Exhales, 
And he passed it to me. He's like, here you go. I was like, dude, I've never never done yay off of eleven. A, off a can before. Red flag. I never, eleven. Never inhaled some yay. I was like I was like, hey man, is this crack? And he's like, What? This isn't coke, huh? This is crack. He's like, Oh, yeah. I was like, okay. 12, 13, 14. Well, we're already here. So it was my turn. And that's that's the, the first 60% of the story. Oh, boy. Brandon, 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 Brandon. Any questions? Anybody? <laughs> no, it was, it was so crazy. For, it was for, crazy. For simplicity's sake, we're just going to add a red flag 15. With a screaming alarm. After that point, there's no more red flags. If you made it that far, I mean, nah. But like I said, simplicity's sake, fifteen. Yeah, yeah. Because there's probably one in there that we missed. Probably. All right. Malaysia. Oh yes. And then Jerusalem, the Holy Land, and then Singapore, and then we were gonna go. To Shanghai, and then we ended up staying in Singapore. But anyway, so Navy deployment. All right, it was my second deployment ever in the Navy. First deployment was cut short because we were called back to Homeport, San Diego. Uh, not gonna bother mentioning what ship because you know um security and all that reasons whatever right it's, it's already passed but it doesn't really matter anyway um so we're spending our second we're getting ready to go to uh shanghai from singapore right and uh you need some help there i'm just trying to do it quiet no you didn't even you didn't even pack it oh maybe yeah. is that what you meant by help yeah well, i'm sorry to interrupt your story i mean Keep going. I can still talk while I'm doing this. It's a talent. Anyway, um, getting ready to go to Shanghai from Singapore, right? And then the um, uh, USS... Um, oh, who was that president that ran against Barack? Or the Mitt guy Romney? who ran against... Mitt Barack? Romney? No. Uh, mm, Mike Huckabee? John something. Um, Not Barack. John Kerry. No. No. He has a. He has a. What? Anyway, whatever. President's uh, the the president nominee has a dad that was in the military. He was super important. Had a ship named after him. McCain. Anyway, McCain. That's it. John McCain. My bad. Um, anyway, that ship has a bunch of stupid fucking sailors on it that uh, or had a bunch of stupid fucking sailors on it that were not paying attention they fell asleep while they were on watch right they got hit by a cargo ship mm. yeah they got t-boned Jeez. by a cargo ship right killed five sailors our ship was the one to respond to that and I you know being dumb me wanting to get all the qualifications on my ship that I could happened to get rescue swimmer as one of my qualifications hmm so, yeah, I got to see five dead bodies, pulled them out of a berthing, which is what you call a barracks on a ship. 
where you sleep, right? Where you it's sleep. Called a birthing. And, yeah, birthing, right? I had to pull out. Well, I didn't pull out. Um, I personally ferried two deceased sailors to the rescue copter that we flew off the flew off the uh, ship that I was attached to. Um, not a good time. Not not something that you can really take out of your mind, right? Um, anyway, we ended up back in Singapore helping them repair their ship. Fortunately, we were still allowed to go out in town and do our thing. Mm-hmm. Nobody on that ship really wanted to do that anyway. So they got to stay on our ship. So super overcrowded. Mm. Super overcrowded, right? Mm-hmm. Could not say, ah, without running into somebody else. <laughs> right. Yeah. Couldn't say something without running into somebody. Imagine that. Anyway. Right? So we, me, and uh, three other guys got a hotel. Well, one guy got a hotel, right? Me and two other buddies that I know opted to pitch in, right? The other two, the two of my buddies had already pitched in with money. I pitched in with alcohol. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, that's the type of guy I am, right? Hey. I'm, I'm, the, I'm the cool guy. So, <laughs> right? Um, so we pitched in for this hotel, right? And uh, it's a four-bedroom hotel with a gigantic open area. Unfortunately, none of us had the forethought to bring a European plug, mm. right? And they had those fucking ridiculous European plugs everywhere in the hotel. Not a single American plug. Right. So none of us could charge anything. And the one time Perfect. that we did go out in town to buy a European plug, it fried. What fried? The European plug? The European plug adapter and the one phone charger cord oh, that we tried, which Fuck. all of us had iPhones. So, And unfortunately, it was my phone charger right? that fried. Along with the adapter. So, shitty day, right? So, we go up to the top floor of the hotel that we're staying in. Hostel, if you need a comparison. Mm-hmm. Um, motel. It's very much a hotel. Hotel. Mm-hmm. Right? Very much. Come to find out. Um, oh, backup. Backup, right? We're warned before we even depart the ship our first time in Singapore to stay away from what's called four floors. Mm-hmm. Right? Four floors is known as four floors of horrors. Ah. Now, they were the chain of command, all chain of commands were told strictly to tell their underlings, their other sailors under them to stay away from four floors. However, they did not say where it was. For good reason. Hmm. I mean, it makes sense, right? Don't say where it's at because you're t- you're trying to people tell people to stay away from it, right? Right. Well, I... you don't tell somebody where it is when you're telling them to stay away from it because it's only going to be. Well, obviously, I'm going to try to go there. But then, then why even mention it at that point? I don't know. I don't know. I mean, it's, it's, a, it's a like lose. it's like you're raising your children, though, right? Yeah. You tell them not to do something. Obviously, they're going to try and do it. Yeah. Like, don't write on that white wall. Don't you do it? Obviously, the kid's going to get a marker and try and do it. As he looks you in the face, and he's or like tongue the, out to the you, side. <laughs> you tell the you tell the cat. You look at a cat, and he's looking you in the eyes, and he's pushing the glass off it's the like, table. Bitch, what yeah. you gonna do? Pick it up. Thug That's life. what I thought. Yeah. The little black sunglasses yep. appear on the meme face. You know. Yep. Whatever. Anyway. All right. So, this hotel, 
that my uh, that all three of our brand new friend decided to get a room at our our room at our suite at as it turned out to be um, was in the mythical four floors mm-hmm. which was also attached to a mall which we all found odd to begin with this oh, hotel was attached to a mall hmm found that kind of weird to begin with for okay what reason whatever reason the world may never know until we figured it out right? uh, okay yeah that the mythical four floors was in the hotel that we were staying at attached to the mall right so we all had our foray with the four floors so what was not mentioned about the four floors was that they were woe mans yeah mm. looked like women but they very much had male attachments right <sighs> So we steered clear once we figured that out. How we figured that out is because the unfortunate newbie in the group found out for us. Oh. Yeah, it was a bad day for him. Um, <laughs> good day for y'all. Good day no. for us because we steered clear because Shore Patrol was there. Right? They mm-hmm. knew we were there. They did not know that we had a hotel there. Oh. But... Um, Shore Patrol was told secretly where it was, right? Of course, they did not warn us. They were just patrolling. We found it odd that they were patrolling there, right? Finally, when I asked one of them why they were patrolling there, he was drunk when he was not supposed to be, and he let it slip that this was four floors. And we were like, oh, hmm. That explains the previous... Ex- oh, oh, okay. Yeah, it's all clicking. Where's Thomas? Well, he went with that really hot... Oh, oh man. And then it clicked for the other two. Oh, oh, oh shit. We need to go get him now. By the time we found him... Bro, he's going to find out the hard, hard way. way. <laughs> By the time we found him, nothing had happened, so he said. But he was out five hundred dollars. Five hundred dollars, he was out because oh, the chick, my goodness, stole his wallet. Oh, oh, oh. stole his wallet. <laughs> heavy, heavy, heavy air quotes. Why air Still quotes? to this day, because he had his wallet on him. And if she had stolen his wallet, he wouldn't have it. Right. Common sense dictates. That if his wallet's stolen, he wouldn't have it. So why, would he he, it. why would he say stolen? Maybe I'm lost. His debit card was missing. So, I don't know. He was drunk. Anyway, that's not even the meat of the story. <laughs> meat of the story. I know where the meat of the story is. <laughs> that was unintentional, but... It was an unintentional pun, but still, it's not even the best part of the story, right? So we go up to the top floor of the hotel, right? There's a bar and a pool. We proceed to drink this bar dry. Over three days. Me, um, uh, Carter, and Billy. Yeah. Obviously, I'm using false names. For one of them. I think there was a Carter. You said that pretty quickly. No, Thomas. Thomas was the only real one. Oh. That was the one that's the unfortunate business with the $500. Also, definitely call him out. <laughs> Thomas, yeah, because he's. Yeah, there's a whole story about Thomas that I'm going to get to. It mm. really, really, really irks me. But anyway, right? So we drink this whole bar dry. And by whole bar, I mean first shelf, middle shelf, top shelf, glass case. Mm. 
drank it dry. And by the way, the American dollar there is actually worth more than their money, mm-hmm. which is a hard place to find, right? In Singapore, oh, yeah. hard place. Our dollar oh, is worth. Oh, so, you know what? Sorry to cut you off. Didn't realize this is Malaysia, yeah? Singapore. 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 Malaysia was first. Okay. Malaysia, so four... Jerusalem, Singapore. Then we were going Singapore to Singapore. Singapore is four floors. And the... yes. Okay. Well, um, so yes, Singapore. We have had five or six countries listen to our podcast. Okay. United States, Italy, France. Uh, there's anyways. The most recent one was Singapore, so it's fitting. Nice. So shout out to the Singapore listener if you're still out there. You don't know about four floors. The, the one Singapore. Yeah. The one Singapore listener. Yeah. There's <laughs> got to be. It's it's like less than one percent. It said of our audience, so it had to be a one person. Hey, if, there if we you're go. still there, this is for you. There you go. All right. How Shenanigans funny would it be? In How would funny be if the person that stole his wallet was the listener? Ooh. Ah, whatever. Congratulations. <laughs> yeah. You're probably still stealing his money. <laughs> dummy. The dummy deserves it, so keep doing it. Anyway, if you know that that wool man, tell him to keep going. Um they ain't broke, don't fix it. Milk that man dry. Mm. Good much? choice. Good choice of words. Choice? Uh, maybe maybe Thomas milked him dry. Ooh. Anyway. Or her. I don't know. Sorry. It. Pronouns. We'll call it an it. Twenty twenty nine. We don't know. Twenty nineteen pronouns. Plus. Uh. We'll call it a plus. Plus. LGBT. No, never mind. There's a plus in there, uh, which yes. I assume covers everything else. Yes, let's go with that. I actually met a person in the on on that note. I met a person in the Navy who identifies as a sexual Japanese toaster. Real thing. Real okay. Thing. I don't know what a Japanese toaster is versus American toaster, but hey, built better, more technology. Maybe I don't know. Has a. Um, I mean, I prefer I prefer American, but I imagine it's sexual in some way. Probably has some sexual attachment. I don't know. He did say sexual Japanese toaster. Yes. What the difference it. between a Japanese toaster and a sexual Japanese toaster is, the world may never know. Yeah. Anyway, back to the story. We drink the bar dry, right? Mm-hmm. On our way back to the ship, after four days of drinking, nonstop drinking, our heads are pounding we're still drunk right yeah this is the next day this is the fifth day on the way back fifth night on the way back we partied with our chain of command the night before in this same bar in our hotel right come to find out pretty much our entire chain of command was also staying at this hotel oh wow the ones that they the one that they warned us to not go to what yeah yeah hypocritical much? Why? Why would they stay there? They want you. Gee. It's a conspiracy. Gee, I wonder why. I don't want you to see this. <laughs> no, you don't want none of this, Ricky Bobby. I think I do. I think I do. Okay, Ricky Bobby. But just this once. <laughs> Wait, no, it's not Ricky Bobby. Mm-mm. It's uh, it's walk hard. Uh, yeah, it's walk hard. Whatever. You don't. Know what Dewey. I mean. Dewey. Dewey. You don't want none of this, Dewey Cox. I think I do. Okay, Dewey Cox. Okay, but just this once. <laughs> Anyway, makes sex even better. <laughs> oh, I bet it's pretty expensive. It's the cheapest drug out there. Oh, well, I can't get addicted. It's not having it for me. 
I don't like hangovers. You don't get them. I think I kind of want it. <laughs> it's okay. Just this once. <laughs> anyway. Best. best. Anyway. Um, on our way back, we're all on a bus. Everybody. Marines, Navy, SEALs. Uh, obviously, they're a little bit less conspicuous. I mean, they're the only ones that were wearing civvies. So, mm-hmm. civilian clothes, civvies. Civvies for short. They were the only ones wearing civilian clothes, and they had facial hair. Other than myself, mm. I'm one of four guys that was allowed to have facial hair. Really? On my ship. Because why, why is that? Um, so, unbeknownst to me, I have an allergy. One allergy. One. Mm-hmm. Other than that, I'm not allergic to anything. I have one allergy, and it's this one key ingredient that's in all shaving creams. I don't know hmm. what the fuck it is, but the shaving cream itself makes me break out. And I would have to shave legit four or five times a day. Hmm? You see this beard that I have? Four times a day. No joke. No Get the f- joke. Okay. No joke. I'm going to let it slide, but I don't, I'm not going to believe Where's it. your Bible? I don't have a Bible here. Where's something that you hold dear? I will swear on it. Grab your local beer can. <laughs> okay. For the crowd, I am swearing on a beer can that I shave. When I do shave, I would have to shave four and five So times you're telling me you, you get like what? One o'clock, three o'clock, five o'clock, and seven o'clock shadow? Yes. Golly. I mean, these people are fucking masochists. They take this, the light on your cell phone and hold it up to your chin. They're looking and they're for like, anything. They're like, oh, you need to shave. That part ridiculous. I, do, I do believe. You ridiculous. Know, they're looking for anything. So I would shave so much that I would bleed. Jeez. Yeah. So finally, one of my one of the guys in my chain of command, a second class at the time, which is an E5 to anybody who's not military, which basically you start out as an E1, right? E1, E2, E3, that's all free. No competition whatsoever. Mm-hmm. E four, five, six, seven, eight, so on and so forth that you have to compete by taking tests. Mm. Yeah. Long did I wish for the days that you actually had to earn rank. Mm-hmm. Of course, I was never alive at that point in time, nor in the military, nor thinking about being in the military when that was an a thing. You know, when that was an actual thing, you had to earn your rank instead of taking a test, which then. The military nowadays has it wrong, at least the Navy anyway. I'm sure the Coast Guard um, and the Chair Force. So, sorry, Air Force. My bad. Put some respect on the name. Oof. Sorry if you're any Air Force listeners out there. <laughs> Fuck y'all. But hey, come come represent on the podcast. Speak your piece. Yeah. But until then, Chair Force. Hey. When you when when you can uh, when you can hit a target with a nine millimeter pistol from forty yards out and put a ten round magazine all on the head, you let me know. Come talk to me. There you have it. In under fifteen seconds. Come talk to me. <laughs> anyway, um, other than your airborne air, air, airborne rangers, other than those guys, no. Anybody else? Come talk to me, cause I'm not at that level. But I'm at a pretty high level if I can do that. And mm-hmm. I was just a corpsman. <laughs> right. FMF. Anyway. Um, right On the way back, right? Uh, Thomas, right, is sitting next to me. My other two buddies, uh, what did I say? Car- Carter and 
Carter and Billy were yep. sitting in front, right? And they know me. They know I have a hot temper, right? And this guy's poking and prodding me with sports. Mm-hmm. I gave up on watching sports, but he's going football, and he's a New England Patriots fan. Right? Of course. This is after the whole debacle of, oh, he cheated, he had deflated balls. Nonsense, right? Yeah. yeah. I, I, I don't care. I think yeah. Tom Brady is, is over-glorified. I always will. Always have. He's not the GOAT because the term GOAT is retarded in my personal opinion. I think the... You cannot name somebody greatest of all time if all time has not passed. Well. And if you're... If you want to take all time so far into account, there's plenty of people that were better than him in the past. Okay, uh, there's multiple points I would disagree with. Should I or should you continue the story? Go ahead. Uh, obviously, we're not talking about the future, so you can take that part out. But it's all time though, right? But the future hasn't happened yet, so it's not part of time yet. But you can't call it all time if the future... The future's got to be... There's in no time. future. There's only present. Then it's not all there's time. There's only then. present and past. There's no future. But there's no then that's not all time. Yeah. Well, either way, he's still not the greatest. So discounting the future, now you're just talking about people who came before him. Before him. You don't think that he's better than everybody that came before him. Joe Montana. Don't think, so you don't think he's better okay. No, I don't. So that's all this is opinion. Um I respectfully disagree. Okay. Uh, you know, I'm not. I'll put it this way: I think he's strongly overrated. That's fair. Very fair. And most fans of him today are bandwagoners. Very true. So I'll leave it there. Anyway, he's poking a prod at me of that, right? And then out of nowhere, completely and totally left field, when I actually, you know start getting into the conversation and bring up the same argument that I just brought up with you, mm-hmm. right? And I'm, I'm peaceful. I'm still drunk from the night before. But you can't talk to someone, you can't say someone that's a Tom Brady fan like that, especially if they're from Boston, bro. But you he's can't, not. Well, okay. He's from Wisconsin. Okay, well, fuck. Right? All right. He's from Wisconsin. So what? You're not talking about Brett Favre then? Come on. Right? Like, I mean, he's got some. I, he had some skill. Yeah, you're not riding for Favre. You're right? riding for Brady. Okay, well, it's the first thing that blew my mind. Yeah, I I almost just for shits and giggles threw Trent Green out there. Mm. Shits and giggles, right? And that man was an idiot. <laughs> I mean, he had some skill, but he was a dumbass. He always led with his head as a quarterback. Jeez, like that man had so many fucking concussions, it wasn't even funny. I saw one of the funniest posts today online. Uh, it was like an NFL, I think it was an NFL throwback or something. They posted something, uh, or NFL's analytics or whatever. They posted about Jalen Ramsey, cornerback. Ooh. And they were like, in the past three seasons, he had nine interceptions. And they're like, he's fucking, they showed his highlights and like, oh, he's a beast. And he's killing it. And then Ryan Leaf, quarterback from the Chargers, was like, is nine a lot? I had 33 in... In, in my in something like that he just like totally roasted himself and then it was wait the, for it wait for it wait for it i'm just gonna go ahead and throw it out here but uh patrick mahomes oh two yeah okay okay mr two. still a strong wait chiefs a fan. You're, you're chiefs fan 
That's right. Still huh? a strong Chiefs fan. That's right. KC Mo, baby. I was gonna say, <laughs> I'm pretty sure. <laughs> yeah, man. That's and be finally, the Chiefs be. are getting some fucking love from Madden. Yeah. He's on the cover of Madden 20. Which Ooh. is a milestone, we'll by see. the way. I hope we'll, we'll see if the Madden curse is real this year. <laughs> oh, really, dude, I really hope. What? No, no. Last year broke the curse because the dude from the Steelers was on it. And he had Who? a fantastic season. Antonio Brown? Yeah, he had a fantastic season. And yeah. no, no, the year before that when um, uh, dude from the New York Giants was on there. Uh, dude with the dreads. I don't know. Uh, he, he's famous for jumping up and catching one hand oh. in the end zone. Odell Beckham? There you go. Yeah, he broke the curse right there. He was on the cover. Okay. Yeah, that was, what, two, three years ago? I guess. Anyway, back to the story, right? We're yeah. on the bus ride back, and he's poking and prodding up to the sports. And I, I, I told him he was wrong. I flat out told him he was wrong in my matter-of-fact fuck-you voice and everything, and this prompts Billy and Carter to turn around and face because they notice they know me. Yeah. Right. None of us really knew him. Right. We, we knew drunk him and that's pretty much all we knew of him. And drunk him is kind of a patronizing little shit. He just, he just likes to poke and prod. He's just like, tries to find the, the big red button that says don't push. Yeah. And he tries his hardest to get to it. And he's just like, I'm going to push it. I'm yeah. going to fucking punch it. I want to see right? what happens. Right? Left field, he says, how does it feel to know, and I quote, how does it feel to know that your son's going to grow up and be a fag? Out of nowhere. Left field. Okay. And even in my drunk state, I had sobered enough to hear exactly word for word what he said yeah. i turned and i looked at him and billy sitting right in front of me he says buster don't buster don't please don't i said what did you say and he started to say how does it feel and i was just bah one time right across the jaw and then billy <laughs> was just like fuck i just heard him i i remember hearing him like but i had tunnel vision I remember hearing him saying, Buster, don't, as my fist hit his jaw. And then I thought to myself, well, I already did it once. Might as well keep going. Bah, oh. bah, 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 bah. Red flag, each two, time, three, four, five. Each time his head was bouncing off the bus window. Oh. And then he has the fucking balls, or just was too fucking drunk still, Yeah. to turn and look at me and say, why are you punching me? <laughs> And part of me realized that I had this ring on. Mm. Go ahead and describe for the listeners what this ring is. Go ahead. Go ahead. Please. Well, for the listeners, this is what it sounds like on a, uh, a beer bottle. So, you know it's metal. Um, it's got three or four points on it. It's a wolf. I'd say. A wolf face very um aggressive looking and um if you're punching with it it's gonna leave a diamond on your face yeah you're getting three different points you're getting like a um it's gonna leave you with a a letter y it looks like and that's the question you'll be asking apparently he did ask why 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 are you punching me 
yeah, it's it's gonna hurt a hell of a lot more than normal knuckles. The result was a broken cheekbone oh. and eye socket. Oh. And a some broken cartilage in the nasal cavity. Jeez. Um, so I felt slightly bad after I realized I was hitting him with that. Yeah. But at that point, I was seeing red. And I had even given him a chance to take back his statement. Because mm-hmm. I asked him what he said, even though I heard clearly what it was. And Billy and Carter were just like, well, fuck. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Um, and then uh, the shore patrol on the Marines came up to me and he's just like what are you doing and I looked at him and I was just like shut the fuck up cause at that point like the drunkness sat back in and I was not paying attention to my surroundings there was far more Marines on that bus than there were sailors mm-hmm. excluding the SEALs that all of us knew were seals, but none of them wanted to admit. Um, and then I was like, shut the fuck up, go away. And then he was just like, dude, you need to calm down. I was like, you want it next? And then about at, about 10 seconds after that, every Marine managed to stand up like they heard the conversation. And I was like, oh, fuck. Yeah. Where do you want me? And he sat me at the front of the bus. <laughs> oh. And then, uh, that's not even the most interesting part, right? Mm-hmm. Right? So, after we get off the bus, he's just like, dude, what the fuck? Uh, this is my, my, my master chief. He's like, dude, what the fuck? Yeah. And I was like, man, he was talking shit about my family. He's like, does he even know your family? I was like, no. Do you know him, really? I was like... Not really, no. He was like, after four nights of drinking, you don't know that? I was just like, not really, no. I know he has a girlfriend that he's cheated on three times. He's like, well, that's information I didn't really care about, but thanks. Like, hit the fucking head, take a shower, get to bed. Tomorrow, you're going to Captain's Mast. Hmm. Like, great. What's that? Captain's Mast is where you get to stand in front of the CEO and they berate you. And uh, deal off punishment. Which immediately in my mind, I'm getting kicked out of the Navy. right? Because they don't tolerate fighting against your own. right? Yeah. They barely tolerate fighting outside in town. Yeah. We're in a foreign port. We're supposed to act like upstanding citizens. Right. Representing our country. And we're military on top of that. No bueno. Right? So instead of going to Captain's Mass the next morning, me and him are standing in in um, uh, basically it's Captain's Mass with the Chiefs, so mm-hmm. it's the CMC's review essentially, which is the Command Master Chief, which is the Master Chief for the entire boat, right? Him and a bunch of other Chiefs can't really determine anything other than send you up to. Um, the executive officer's inquiry, which is XOI. And then from there, if what was bad enough determines, he sends you up to captain's mast. So it goes, right. it goes, uh, chief's interrogation, pretty much. Um, XOI and then captain's mast, right? That's, that's how the, that's how it goes. Right. And traditionally, they would solve this at the lowest level possible. So they would go within the command or within the chain of command and be like, "Hey, is this guy worth saving? 
do we sweep it under the rug whatsoever, right? But everybody on the bus saw it, which is like over half the people in the command. Right? There was no covering it up. It happened. Right. The dude's face was fucked up. <laughs> he didn't even retaliate, which kind of made me mad that he didn't <laughs> retaliate, but whatever. Right? The next day, we're standing outside the chief's mess. The next day, we're standing outside the chief's mess. And he's like, he, he's standing there at attention. Both of us are. And he, he keeps looking over at me. And he's just like, dude, I'm sorry. I, 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 know, I, I, I heard what you thought I said, and I'm sorry. And I'm like, no. Shut the fuck up. Don't talk to me. What you thought I said? I, I, like, I what, heard, I, what I thought you said? I was like, bro, I, I, I'm so, I was sober. I was sober enough to understand word for word what you said. Mm-hmm. Don't fucking talk to me. And I was like, you're the reason we're in this fucking mess. Right? So we, we get escorted in, right? Because several other people got in trouble that night too. Right? So we're, we're the last people in line of like 20 people that got in trouble. Jeez, that many so, people? 20. Holy fuck. Who's zero? 20. Right? So we get in there, and uh, I, need, I need one of these. <clears throat> Dude, I'm getting heated even thinking about it. And I was so fucking mad after this. We get in there, and he's just like... Uh, How long semen... does that take? Like, you're in there, like, imagine, we, we like, were a, there a waiting room at a or something? No. In the hallway for everybody to see. In a single file line or some shit? No. Standing against the against the bulkhead, which is the wall, at attention, mm-hmm. like this. Let's see if I can do this with the headphones on. Like this. Mm-hmm. For two hours. Oh fuck! That's punishment in itself. Straight backed, butthole clenched, no bend in the knees, looking straight ahead. Fuck. And this motherfucker is standing across from me, looking me stare in the eyes mm. and i'm just like damn he could he could feel the laser beams from my eye sockets hitting him in his soul i was like don't fucking talk to me all right oh, so we get in there right yeah we get in there right and he's like and the chiefs immediately it's like what the fuck how, how are you gonna beat up one of your own sailors one, one of your shipmates yeah right and shipmate two people in the civilian world, that's a term of endearment. In the Navy, that's a fuck you. Shipmate, what are you doing? That's you fucked up. Like, they're not even calling you by your name. They're mm. calling you by shipmate. Right. Normally accompanied by a knife hand. You're fucking up. Why are you doing that, shipmate? Yeah, the... Why boy? you look like a dirtbag, boy? boy if you don't yeah one of these yeah just as powerful as one of these yeah and these pointed fingers right anyway fucking roast hand right i'm just like ah what are you doing no um anyway it's like ooh, it's like kill shot straight up sideways yeah no or the angle the angled one yeah it's like oh it hurts your heart anyway so he's like, look, and I was just like, dude, I didn't mean to do that much damage. And he's just like, speak to me with respect. Chief Petty Officer, I did not mean to do that much damage. Look at his fucking face. Word for word. Word for word. And then he goes, Seaman Thomas, how old are you? 20, Chief Petty Officer. 
my eyes were about to pop out of my skull. Like his were. <laughs> I turned and looked at him while I had attention, and I was fuming. Vein out of my forehead was about to burst. For the listeners out there, the legal drinking age is determined in foreign countries is determined by your chief petty officer or by your CO, your your captain of the ship. And guess what? The CO determined the legal drinking age to be. The same one is in the United States. Which is, in case you didn't know, in case you grew up in a backwater town like I did, it's twenty one years of age. Mm-hmm. Seaman Thomas, as I recount my story, was twenty years old. Of course, none of us knew this. None of us thought to question him when he said he was 25. Of course, he's six foot four, has stubble on his chin. Till he gets drunk, doesn't act like a child. Yeah. Right? So I just turn and look at him, boiling, red hot in my cheeks, under my bearded face. By the way, my no-shave chit permanently... Signed by the CO, got pulled by Chiefs that day. Damn. So I had to shave. Oh, fuck. It's a great time. You don't have to shave, but I would recommend it. It might lessen your punishment. Hmm. One of those. It didn't. It didn't at all. <laughs> it's like, I guess I'm shaving. Yeah, one of those. All right? So I found out that he's 20 years old. After I provided alcohol. To him. Mm. And of course, at this point, I'm a third-class petty officer. So not only have I been in the Navy longer than him, I'm also his ranking leader. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, I'm a rank above him. I'm, I'm his leader. I'm his petty oh, officer. Fuck. So I got double-fucked. Not only did I fight him, I also provided him alcohol. Oh man, so it was your fault that he got drunk and said that thing and then like in a way. Oh. Yep. Oh. oh yeah. Yeah yeah. An example was made out of me. Oh. Till I got to the CO. The CO took pity on me. He remembered me when I was in FSA. Mm-hmm. Because I was in the officer's mess. And I knew him when he was an executive officer. Right. And anyway, so he took pity on me. He's like, I don't want to fuck your family. I just want to fuck you. Pause. All right. Half months pay times two. 30 days of restriction. Doesn't sound fun. No. Fuck. Meaning I have to wake up at 0400 4 a.m. every day to muster. What's muster? To uh, roll call. Mm. Be there, be accounted for, 4 a.m. every day. No cell phone. No computer privileges. Mm. So how am I supposed to wake up at 4 a.m.? You have a watch, don't you? (laughs) Bro. What? (laughs) Set the alarm on my watch. Wake up to a that's supposed beep, to wake you up beep. <laughs> wow that's fucked okay you gotta control that Dude, okay. i'll sleep through that all day oh 
And it was just me. That was the best part. He didn't get in any trouble. Oh, fuck. Wow. Oh, no, that's not even the best part. Sorry. The best part was my rack. So our racks on our birthing, right? They're three high. I'm on the top rack. And then there's a dividing wall. And then there's three racks on the other side. Guess who's on the other side of the top rack? Him? Thomas. Mm. I'm like, hey, motherfucker. Since I took your punishment, you're setting an alarm for 4 a.m. Every day on your phone. But everybody's going to wake up and they're going to be pissed at me. You think I give a fuck, motherfucker? I didn't get my rank pulled. Didn't get my rank pulled. And by my chain of command, I got an EP, which is an early promote. Hmm. Which is hard to get on its own. Yeah. And I still got it afterwards. Damn. Because they knew I got fucked. They tried to save me. But my chain of command was not the normal corpsman. Because I was an FMF corpsman, which is a field marine unit, right? But I was not with the marines. Guess who I was with? Hmm. The other guys on that bus. Mm. The ones with the beards. Right. Yeah. Wow. Fuck, well. That's the best part of that story. Jeez. I need another one. Yeah, me too. We're going to grab a couple beers. We'll be right back. Take a quick break. Find another story for you. That's right. All right. We're back from our break. And um, when we're on the break, we're talking about rap. We're just going over the current state and uh, disses between MGK and Eminem and other types of rap and different That's, songs. Uh, Machine Gun Kelly, in case anybody isn't aware. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And... Um, uh, what are your thoughts? What do you, what do you, what do you, I mean, we, you, you were playing I, I Eminem, I was playing MGK, and I, I think succeeded. it's hilarious that rappers nowadays, well, if that's what you can call them, um, mm. new, new age R&B rap, whatever you want to call it, um, think that it's a good idea to try and go after OG rappers, um, original rappers, you know, and people who go up against Eminem, I I mean, they're writing their own obituaries. They really are. And, you know, and MGK in specific, you know, this relates back to my previous story that I was talking about, you know, I mean, don't go after family. It's just a stupid stupid choice what do you mean by after family uh, mgk in rap devil you know a direct diss oh, in title Haley. even went after rap god and went after Haley in specific and kim uh which is eminem or marshall mathers kim mathers yeah um went after her in Haley in specific and that's that's just not only is it dirty it's it, it's it's very below dirty below the belt below the and belt it's stupid but all fair part. in love and war right no no it's not fair love and war is never fair it's never a fair fight and if you picked a fight with 
if if you pick the fight with a fucking bulldog or or a Doberman specifically, <laughs> you're gonna lose, especially if you're a freaking pincher. Now, you know, here's the thing. Do you view that battle as either a battle because it's a battle or do you view it as a war because his career is the whole thing like, you know what I mean like I'm getting at it's I like view, he may have lost the battle I view Eminem as a career maker or breaker mm-hmm. and with Slim Shady Records as a real thing I, I'm, I'm not as well versed in the rap world as I would like to be but I view uh, and I'm not even completely sure if that's even the correct terminology or name for Eminem's studio his producing label that he endorses that he created whatever but going after somebody in the in the top ranking the top echelon of raps of rappers is never a smart move unless you have something that's real and while rap devil provided good points it was mixed in with repeated lines and nonsensical lyrics that amounted to as eminem puts it a 10 year old's rage Mm. even compared him to um so little teddy yeah, that's funny. I have a couple of things to ask you. Um, first, um, were you familiar with uh, Drake and Pusha T rap when when Drake came out with the song Back to Back? Yeah, yeah. So you know, uh, lightly, lightly, lightly. Well, in that song, well, hey, you know, I I have I have respect for Drake. I mean, he mm-hmm. he he's just for all intents and purposes. He's mm. he's a self-made man. And you know what? I must spoke. It was actually um, it was Drake versus um, sorry because Drake Pusha T was the most recent uh, back and forth Drake went through, but uh, it was actually Drake and uh, Meek Mill. But still, yes. Um, hmm. So bringing that up is because in that song when he speaking did, of Meek, did you did you see the Netflix original Free Meek? No. Okay, we can get into that in a second if you want, but yeah, I I haven't watched it either. But oh. I mean, it's oh, no, 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 not Netflix. Sorry, it's on Amazon. Oh no. Well, my point is that with that song back to back, Drake released. It was one of the first. It was the first <laughs> diss song. Not only back to back, but un un un. Uh, what's the word that I'm looking for? Unfought. Un. I mean. Because he released a song back to back. Oh yeah. I mean, it was un it was unresponded, yeah. un, unresponded to. Meek Meek had nothing. Right. Well, <laughs> but with that, okay. So with that song, and that's the sound of the Saint Arch Tropical IPA. Um, yeah. With that song, similar to how MGK, like Mm-mm. you said, he had. Put that to the right. You will make the mistake. Put your put your bottle. No, trust to me, the right. I won't. You will. I'm not gonna drink the Michelob if I have the. Um, trust me. I've I've made the state. I've made the mistake several times. Okay. Um. How about that? There you go. So my okay, can we get this point across? Um. Back to back and rap devil, what they share in common, and Drake had a 
he won in that battle with Meek Mill and with that song back to back. He repeated lines, but they weren't repeated lines. There was a chorus, and I think MGK was trying to do a similar thing where he had a chorus that he did because Drake's back to back song was the first diss song that went number one on Billboard because it was it was like it was played in the clubs. It was the first diss song they played in clubs all the time and stuff because it was Drake's awesome at making hits. Like he says, he has more hits than the Beatles. He has more number one, the most number one songs in the history of music, I'm pretty sure. If not Little Wayne. Mm-hmm. Meek. Meek does. No, Drake. Oh. And so I think MGK was trying to... Well, that line right there is in one of Meek's songs. That line specifically. What line? I have more slaps than the Beatles. No, that's... that's well, it's in... No, it's that's Drake that says that. That's in one I of got Meek's more slaps than the Beatles. It might have been in Meek's song, but Drake said it. Uh, it's that's Meek and Migos. Mm-mm. Pure water. I have it on my phone. Mm. We can listen to it. Okay. Well, I, I'm referencing the one that Drake says because he got so a tattoo. So that might have been a response. He got Drake actually got a tattoo of the Beatles walking on Abbey Road, and him in front of them. <laughs> yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah, I just saw it. My brother just Tyler just showed me that the other day. He's like, oh, how cringy is that? I'm like. Yeah, it's kind of cringy, but still, like it's the point, like whatever. And so I think, I I let's pause. I I do find it impressive that that Drake is such a self-made man. Mm-hmm. I I do find that impressive, especially in a world that is in 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 the rap industry because it's so it's the road has already been paved and he's mm-hmm. forging a new path. Yeah. And I find that incredibly impressive. Yeah. So he's had a there. There is no very impressive career. There is no dissing in any way, shape, or form on this towards Drake. To make um, that clear. Yes. Um. And so <laughs> that was one of the points I wanted to make, or anybody actually, is with. That's what I think maybe MGK had repeated lines and stuff. Although his song wasn't as Great is back to back. We can all admit. Um, I mean, however, we listened to it back to back. Yeah, between Kill Shot and Rap Devil, and yes, I I would have to say, I mean, obviously I'm a I'm a tad biased towards Eminem, and Kill Shot, well, my second point though killed Rap yeah. Devil. <laughs> my second point was that you said it was never a good idea to go against uh, one of the OGs and. And I see where you're coming from, but my point is with that is like when I asked, was it more of a battle versus the war? Because yes, he lost the battle, but he also gained, I'm sure, many a many, maybe not fans, but followers. And for his brand, okay. it could help him. I could see so where you're like, coming from there. You could lose the battle, and like, yeah, you took an L, you took an L, but what? He surrendered the war. No, I don't think so. He he still make on music. a talk show on the talk show that he's a stan. That's fine. But you like, can't do that. He had a he had a career before he went against Eminem. You know, he had a, a following. But what's a career in the rap industry? I mean, he was making money touring. He had, was he on the Billboard? Yeah, he was on Billboard. Maybe not like he obviously went higher with that. That was probably his highest charting song. Or no, it wasn't. He had one with like a pop singer. That was his number one song with Camila Cabello. 
But I think it gave him more exposure. More people know his name now because of Eminem. Did he respond? To that one? No, I don't think so. See, somebody I talked to recently said that he did, but I have yet to find that hmm. song anywhere or that response anywhere um, other than the fact that he admitted that he was a stan, yeah. which in in my personal humble opinion... Uh, How could you not? I mean... How could he not? But, but it, admitting that you're a stan... I mean, have you ever heard the song Stan? Yeah. Like, that's, I mean, that's that's a terrible story. True or not, it's terrible. I, I don't know if it's truth. I never looked up news clippings or anything like that. But, I mean, it's a terrible story. And to compare yourself to Stan or be compared to Stan, like, I mean, that's, that's, a, that's as Eminem puts it, a nail in the coffin. I mean, that's Stan it. just means super fan. Like, people say, we stan you, Beyonce. It just means they're a super fan. Yeah, except for Stan killed himself and his Yes, they're girlfriend. not saying, I am Stan. They're saying, like, it's more, like, it's like a verb more than a noun. Is it? I think. Yeah. Like, people say, we stan you, Beyonce. Like, yeah. Yeah, but who made that a thing? Well, obviously, yeah, Eminem made it a thing with that song. Did Eminem make it a thing, or did Stan make Eminem make it a thing? Well, I don't know, but either way, Eminem made the song, which made it a thing. Yeah, but admitting you're a stan is not. I think a he just meant he's a super fan of Eminem, and I'll always be a super fan. You know. Yeah, I I can somewhat agree with that, but but admitting you're a stan on on the talk show that he admitted he's a stan on is raising a white flag. He even yeah. said as much in the interview that he has no response to it, that he's that he's done trying. Yeah. I mean, he said all he could say. There's not much more he could say. <laughs> I mean, so win or I mean, lose. Don't get me wrong. Rap Devil has great points, like I said, uh, to begin this. But the chorus that you're... That yeah, you're, when he had the mumble rap and it that you're bringing up that good. That, it, it, it was weak. It was weak. And it was the the lines that he chose. Yes, they were repeated, like I said. But had those lines been more, I don't know, impactful? Because Eminem's response only referred to that that his whole chorus one time. Mm-hmm. And the dictionary and the recovery, and only being three albums ago, and MGK refused to it being four albums yeah. ago. I mean, he didn't do his research. On top of the fact that he was attacking the top. Yeah. Not not one of the tops. Not one of the greats, but the top. Capital T-H-E. Like if you're going to go after somebody, especially somebody that you claim to be your idol, not, what, four months before the album came out? Like, come on. Come on. Maybe it was an insider thing and he knew the album was coming out. Kamikaze? Nobody knew. Maybe not even not even Eminem's own producer knew before Slim Shady Records became a thing. Slim Shady Records has been a thing, but Kamikaze was in the works before Slim Shady Records was a thing. No, no. That's what he says in an interview. Really? Yeah. Huh. 
six years. He, he's, I mean, Kamikaze's been in the work for six years. MGK says it was. Oh wow! According to him, I, if we're taking his word on it. See, I thought Slim Shady Records was a thing for like. Slim Shady Records has been in the works for quite a time, but it didn't become a thing. Like an actual, like physical thing. Hmm. I I don't know. Like I said, I'm not a connoisseur of rap, but and I recently became a true fan of Eminem because I can somewhat relate to what he's been through. I mean, my parents are shitty. They've always been shitty. Just took me a long time to realize it. Yeah. So I've only recently become an Eminem fan. I didn't like rap. Mm-hmm. I never did. Up until I found something in common with him. Right. And that's what everybody's trying to be out there. Any any songwriter, lyrical, rapper, or not. They're trying to find somebody out there that can relate to what they're singing about. Mm-hmm. Rapping about, writing about, whatever you want to call it. Yeah, that's what draws you to it. Something in common. That's what creates a fan base. Anyway, the the main point of this conversation was who won, Rap Devil or Killshot, and if that's the main point of the conversation, then wasn't we it? have no disagreement. Wasn't it? I guess. I mean, I guess so. Yeah. I mean, originally you thought Rap Devil was no. really good. Well, yes. And then I played Killshot. No, no, no. For I you. didn't say that. I thought it. Well, okay. I think what. As my, a matter of fact, my, when he was playing Rap Devil, I actually stopped him a minute into the song and played Kill Shot, and then he would immediately reverted his previous statement. No. He was like, "Okay, maybe not." <laughs> no, I, you're you're like dismissing the song in its entirety, and I was like, "Okay, you can't don't dismiss it in its entirety." Which I have uh, edited my statements on it yeah i originally said that it was trash and i quote that mm-hmm. quote myself on that i said it was trash i was taking somebody else's word on it i hadn't really listened to it I comparatively i guess you could say that i think i wouldn't say rap devil is trash he provided some good points but overall yeah it wasn't enough you took the l and he admitted as much. Right. And then went as far to say that he was a stan on top of that. Yeah. Which how he's this how he looks quote unquote looks like Marshall Mathers and has a man bun. I don't understand how that works, but whatever. Of course he's cut his hair since then. Mm-hmm. So speaking of cutting hair, Brandon. Mm-hmm. Well, um, I don't know MGK's reason for cutting his hair, but I just did it. Oh, oh. and what did you do? Confused my bottle with my can. Mm. Yeah, don't do that when the bottle is for dip spit and the can is for drinking beer. Oh. Um, I didn't swallow any of it. Oh, that's good. I noticed. I, I noticed what I was doing before I did it. Yeah, one's cold and one's warm. Right. 
Should be. Oh god. Um, but yeah, no, not not a lot of significance as to why I cut my hair. Just um, I don't know, man. It's been four years with dreads, six years since I had my hair short, and it felt like time because just a bunch of little things kind of added up, and I just was overwhelmed. You got a tape measure? Yeah, in my truck. Why? Something to compare. Oh, okay, here we go. It's the size of my beard. Um. Well, if you're holding it up there, it's uh, three quarters of a iPhone Plus, iPhone Seven Plus. About to trim my beard next month. Uh, be the first time that I uh, trimmed it down to. Uh, Brandon's little scruffiness that he's got going on there, his little Fu Manchu. Um, <laughs> first time I've trimmed it since about four months I've been growing this and uh, doing it for my wife and mm. uh, that's, that's her what she requested for her birthday. <laughs> of course, I'm going to get her something else. I don't know what yet. Um, mm -hmm. something um but uh yeah so and 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 uh i'm pretty sure brandon's never actually seen me shave no shaven in any way um no i don't think i have yeah so it'll be it'll be quite the experience that'll be an anniversary episode there be, it'll my be my beard turn. shaving yeah i'm not shaving clean i'm trimming it to yeah to be clear but it'll be uh still have a beard just yeah more um i don't know what the word is just shorter yeah right now i i'm i'm pretty leonidas looking so it'll be uh it'll be clean going from leonidas to george uh, gerard butler there we go yeah before he was in 300 yeah all right well on that note um yeah what do you think Finish your beer, asshole. Not the response I was um, looking for, but... Oh, what were you looking for? I'm sorry. Was I supposed to respond uh, as scripted? I don't know. If we had a script, yeah. Then if you knew there was a script, yeah. Fucking follow it, <laughs> asshole. All right, this has been another episode of After 3. Thanks for tuning in. Hell yeah. Woo-woo!